There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. We're going back to school in the courtroom this morning because uh, Julia is joining us now and she is heated up at her son. What is going on here, Julia? Hey, so the situation is that I have a 15 year old son and I got him what I thought was a really nice gift for the start of the year. I got him a really great pair of retro Jordans that, you know, are really special and really cool and he was really excited to have them. And um, I'm divorced, so when my son was over at his dad's house last week, I find out that he actually went and sold them. And I think that this is just kind of like a smack in the face for his mom. Like, I went out of my way to find the right shoes that would be cool for him. I paid a lot of money. They were like, 200 bucks, which is more than I've ever paid for a pair of shoes for myself. And then he runs off to his dad, who was probably egging him on, and just saw it as a way to, like, make a couple of bucks. And I just feel completely disrespected, you know? So these were his back-to-school shoes, some uh, retro Air Jordans. Which sound nice. Yeah. They're really, really nice. You find out that he has sold them online, I'm guessing. How much did he make off of them? He told me, and he was like gloating to me about it. He had zero awareness. He told me he sold him for 300 bucks. So he made $100. That's which, awesome. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money for a 15-year-old. But is that really worth it? Like, is that the same as your mom getting you a really special present? You know, I just feel like it was he's completely ungrateful. Like, who is this kid? I don't know if it was his dad's influence or what. Julia, let me correct you. He did not make $100. He made $300. Yeah, if he's pocketing all of it. <laughs> you gave him the shoes that were $200. Right. And, he, you know, I'm just not to you're split right. hairs or anything here, Julia, because I get what you're saying. But, yeah, so he pulled in a cool uh, three, three Benjis there. So what's his plan now for new shoes? I don't know what his plan is. He's too busy being excited about the money, but I'm not going to buy him enough other pair he can take i don't even know if i like should i take the money back from him i don't know what to do i don't know (laughs) if i should be punishing him for this or maybe he has to buy all his new clothes for the rest of the year or something but i just think that are you on my side or what because i think (laughs) and dad doesn't see anything wrong with it of course because he didn't buy no Mm. No, his dad, liter- his dad literally patted him on the back. Like, I showed up to pick him up, and they told me his dad literally pat him on the back. Like, that's my son. Turn in a profit. Now, he's going to use oh, this money to buy new man. shoes, though, right? I mean, the money that he made, he's going to buy new shoes. So, at the end of the day, he'll have so. fresh ones for the first day of school? I think yeah. it's on him now. I don't know what the lesson yeah. is. I don't know what the parenting thing is. Do you have a closing argument, Julia, before we go to the jury? I think the closing argument is... I'm his mom, so I should be able to tell him what's right or wrong, and I think that this is wrong, and I think that he should either give me the money that I spent on the shoes back. You know what? I think I should get all 300 back, and then he can work. 
to make any money to buy himself oh, shoes this oh year. My. I think that's All a right. closing argument. Statman, your juror member number one, are you a uh, team Julia or a teenager? <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm team the hustle is life and the hustle is real. Dude, he, he flipped them and made money. I think you definitely should hold him accountable for buying his own shoes. But at the end of the day, they're his shoes. They're his feet. Maybe Jordans aren't his style and he'll be able to go buy what he'll actually wear as opposed to of getting stuck with some shoes that he doesn't really like. So I think it's cool he made 100 bucks on it. I hope he uses that money to uh, buy back-to-school clothes or for something else. So I'm, I'm team teen. Um, and I think this is so disrespectful coming from your kid and makes sense why you're divorced if your ex is over there cheering him on. I think all $300 is yours. I mean, he didn't buy those shoes. You did something nice for him and he took advantage of you. And that's your money. <laughs> so I'm Team Julia. I'm also going to go Team Julia, and I'm going to add in that if your uh, ex-husband was so proud of him patting him on the back, then you should pat your ex-husband on the back and say, hey, uh, you can buy his next pair of shoes then. Yeah. And see how it feels <laughs> with the shoes on your foot for a change. But uh, two to one, we sided with you over uh, your son, Julia. But let's see what our B105 jury has to say. 749-B105 also through the app, okay? Thank you. And uh, if in case you're uh, doing a little shopping, I am a size 12 yeah. in in Nike. <laughs> I, I have been a size 12 in Nike since I was your son's age. So if you come across any more and you're feeling generous, there you go. Sounds good. Get your money back, girl. More of the Big Dave Podcast. So who was right last night this morning? We heard from Julia, who uh, did a little back-to-school shopping and bought her son, a 15-year-old teenager, a pair of $200 retro Air Jordans. Uh, he immediately went over to his father's house and sold them for $300 and was acting like he was all proud of himself for making a profit. She's like, hey, I didn't buy those shoes for you to sell. I bought them for you to wear. He also uh, didn't ask for them. Yeah, well, we sided with Julia two to one over the teenager, but man, lots of people are uh, wanting to weigh in here. We got uh, Chris from Lawrenceburg. Is team mom, she should take the money. Why do you say that, Chris? I think she'd take it, teach him a lesson, and then go out and buy him the same pair of shoes and keep the extra money for herself. Oh, she gets to keep the hundred bucks. Oh, I like and that. Then force him to wear the shoes that he never wanted. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, uh, yeah that'd teach me. <laughs> uh, Jim from Harrison is also Team Julia. Why is that? I'm with Team Julia because it's her money. She did it behind the back. They do X, Y, and Z. So I really feel like she should either go to like the Goodwill and get a pair of Nikes from Goodwill that's really <laughs> ragged out, wrap them up, but the wrapping paper is going to be applications to McDonald's so he can learn to trade up his hard sweat and work for cash money. I love the creativity in <laughs> yeah, this answer. I've got an old pair of Nike running shoes that I mow the yard in, and they also have paint on them. <laughs> there we I, go. I would happily sell her those if he's a size 12. So I'd give them to her. All right. Thank you very much, Jim. Appreciate it. I love it. you guys. Appreciate it. We've got Whitney weighing in on the B105 app. Tell Petty Betty to let her son enjoy the win. If she had helped him sell them, would she feel this upset? Or is it the ex being involved? The shoes were a gift. He can buy his own school shoes now. He's learning. Let him be. Uh, we got another Chris from Lawrenceburg who is also Team Julia. Why is that? Uh, he needs to learn a lesson. He's taking money, buy his own school clothes. I would make him go get a job to teach him the value of earning harder money and then turn around and doing that stuff with the kind of money. Yeah. And I think his, his dad 
was like, hey, you can make some money off these shoes because they're really rare or special or whatever. So I think his dad had a lot to do with it. Probably Maybe. so. Maybe. Well, we don't know. Thank you, Chris. I think Dustin, through the B105 app, our Uber driver, sums it up good. Team both. In the eyes of the law, you gifted him shoes, just like if someone gifted you a car, it's yours. You sell it, you keep the money, so money is his, but it's, this is where you teach him responsibility. He should buy his own shoes and school clothes next year. Oh, I like it. He's got money to do it, too. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, and uh, something really cool that's coming up uh, tonight here in Cincinnati. And if you're a fan of country music, and no doubt you are if you're listening right now, uh, we're going to get some information on this thing from Alta Fiber. He is the senior director. Oh, wait, say it for me again. Uh, the senior director of customer experience. That's it. This is a customer experience. Ooh. And the senior, does that mean you're really old, Mike? <laughs> that is not That is not the case. No, <laughs> a, Mike Morrison from Alta Fiber. Good morning, Mike. Good morning. So you guys got this thing going on called the Art of Songwriter, Songwriter Round that is happening tonight. And these are a bunch of guys and gals that have written some big country songs. Yeah, four great songwriters coming up from Nashville to uh, to perform here in uh, in Cincinnati at Ghost Baby uh, to raise money for Cincinnati Arts Wave. I always find it interesting, like when I hear a song, like for example, Dirt Road Anthem, Jason Aldean. I'm like, that's his song. And then I found out Brantley Gilbert wrote it. Mm. <laughs> or like God's Country, Blake Shelton. And they're like, uh, Hardy wrote that. Oh, yeah. And that's kind of how country music works. You get your foot in the yeah. door writing songs. And you don't have to sing them yourself. You have these other big guys singing them. These four uh, very accomplished songwriters, I mean, they are the songwriters behind Made For You, which was number one by Jake Owen. Uh, our local girl, Carly Pierce. So Emily Shackleton, she wrote um, Every Little Thing and What He Didn't Do uh, for, for Carly. Uh, you got Brindley Addington, who wrote Chasing After You, which went number one by Ryan Hurd and Marin Morris. And then you got Ryan Beaver. He has written Party Mode by Dustin Lynch. He's written for Hardy. He's written for Blake Shelton. Um, so you got a lot of number ones with these four songwriters, but you also have a lot of other great songs that, that charted. And then you also have a lot of other songs that uh, you've never heard, but you're going to wonder why they have not been recorded yet. Wow. Yeah. And and you mentioned my wedding song in there, Made For You, Jake Owen. Well, that's awesome because that's my brother-in-law, and that's how this all got started. My brother-in-law wrote that. Look at that. Wait. Oh. <laughs> okay, great. So you got some insight here because I'm like, how much are these people getting paid writing these songs? Do you have like a ballpark? <laughs> Let's just say they all do very, very well, and they want the, <laughs> they want the songs to uh, to go number one, and they want them to chart for as long as possible. <laughs> and keep get, They yeah. call that in Nashville mailbox money. Is what yeah. that's referred to oh, because okay. it just continues to show up in your mailbox for years and years and years. So uh, we got Mike Morrison here from Alta Fiber. They got this great songwriter round going on tonight at Ghost Baby. Which is such an intimate place. I mean, you're way underground under the city streets and it's pretty intimate. I'm wondering if uh, maybe I go, I could slip this Kid Rock song that I have written to one of the songwriters <laughs> and maybe get my Whiskey Makes Me Frisky song. Oh. <laughs> Is that the name of it? Yeah. So it's funny that some of them have actually written for Kid Rock, so thanks for bringing him up. You know, these songwriter rounds, the things that are so cool about them is that they are very intimate, but then after they're done, you know, the songwriters typically hang around and they'll oh. hang out and they'll talk with you and they'll, they'll take pictures with you and 
So uh, I'm not going to tell you that they wouldn't listen to you if you if you came and, and pitched them a song. These are wonderful events. Every year in Nashville, they do a, a thing called Tin Pan Alley, where all across Nashville, at different little dive bars and stuff, songwriters show up, and you go sit and listen to them, and they sing you all the songs you've heard from other people that they wrote for them. Heck yeah. I mean, I was there one yep. year, and this one guy goes, you want to do one? He goes, yeah, this is one I wrote for Hall & Oates. And he did, like, <laughs> kisses on my list. And I'm like, wait, that guy wrote that? It's amazing. So you'll have a blast watching this. Yeah, I'm sure you're, uh, all your listeners are very familiar with, like, the Listening Room or the Bluebird Cafe down in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And um, this is very much the, the same experience. We're just bringing that ex- experience up here again to, to raise money for Cincinnati Arts with. So what time would people need to be getting there tonight to Ghost Baby and Over the Rhine to get in on this? Well, this is a, this is a ticketed event. So if you want to get tickets, go to ghostbaby.com. Uh, we're doing two shows. So the first show is going to start at 6.30, and then the second show is going to kick off at about 9.15. And uh, we are very, very close to selling out the first show. And the second show will sell out, but we have we do have more tickets available for the second show at, at this time. Well, Mike Morrison from Alta Fiber, this is a wonderful event, benefiting a wonderful uh, charity, Arts Wave here in Cincinnati. So uh, good luck tonight, and and uh, maybe keep Stat away from that Kid Rock song. Over there. I don't know. <laughs> and the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all very much for your time. Once again, go to ghostbaby.com to get tickets before they're all gone. 613. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Class is in session. So, let the grading begin. It's the Big Dave Show Relationship Report Card on B105. Check up from the neck up time now. And uh, joining us on the phone as always, Officer Nick. Good morning, sir. Good morning. And uh, stat wife, Kayla, we're going to give you the floor first. And good morning and take her away there. Good morning. Thanks. You're uh, rejuvenated from your vacay. Yeah, I'm just now starting to peel. So I'm uh, that far <laughs> into the post-vacation there. <laughs> nice. Well, next time he's on vacation, just take stat with you because he's, you know, useless here most of the time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. hey, what, oh. what is going on here? <laughs> Well, you know, it's back to school shopping time and we tried to take advantage, you know, last weekend of the tax free weekend. And so I'm like, we're going to go school shopping. The girls and I have our lists. And of course, they're my daughters because they make lists <laughs> um, that doesn't. So he got real excited. Yeah, let's go. Let's go school shopping. And the first place that he goes and wants to go is REI. It, like a camp store. I'm like, what are we going to get at the camping store? <laughs> A tent? I guess. I don't know what he thought that we were going to do. But it was more about, specifically for the girls, not for him. I was just trying to combine two trips in one. Uh, They have, like, shoes and backpacks and and stuff for the kids. And they did find some good stuff there. You know, they say there's unexpected expenses when you go school shopping with kids. But I didn't think that included my husband, too. Uh, (laughs) Unexpected expense. Come on, I needed new socks. REI is expensive. But, Stat, you're not going back to school. I know. (laughs) Unless you are and not telling us. I still need socks, though. And And, and no other store besides REI sells socks in Cincinnati? I'm a member there. Mm -hmm. I I did, uh, on Black Uh, Friday, get a a year-long membership. So I get kind of a discount on stuff. So I was just trying to double down on my discounts. It's about your daughters. And somehow you make it about you. And socks. I'm a pro at that. Yeah. At least he wasn't looking around for more underwear. I mean, to replace the yellow thong that still hanging around. Oh, yeah. It's still the mystery of the the yellow thong there. By the way, that mystery continues. We still don't know. That's a weird one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What did the girls get at REI? 
Well, they did end up finding some shoes. They got some on clouds, some running shoes for marching band and some other things. And they did find some backpacks. And I will have to give it to Stat. Like, he did help them find some clearance section stuff. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So that was helpful. Uh, and then we went to the malls of all malls and we went to Kenwood and I just kept losing that. Every time I would turn around, he'd be hanging out with another set of dads, just holding bags and looking lost. We, we started a little club in the middle of the store. I mean, <laughs> us dads, we didn't know what to do but talk to each other because you guys were everywhere looking at this, trying on that. I made some new friends, though. I think we're going to start a little group. That's nice. <laughs> All yeah. right, so it was a very eventful trip there. It was. I always yeah. hear this, and I wonder how this man's oh. making it to the studio alive every day. <laughs> uh, Officer Nick, your turn. What do you got on Ashley there? <laughs> well, I, I appreciate Stat always looking for a bargain, by the way, because I do the same thing. Ashley has a philosophy on money, which is, it makes me cringe almost. And she's like, well, just make more. Like, just spend, <laughs> spend, spend. Yeah. I'll go to the store, and he's like, how much was that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just doesn't know put how it much on my credit card. Cost. I'll pay it off. You didn't even. You don't even look at the receipt. Or it the depends. T- I'm not buying anything crazy out here. But like groceries, he's like, "Couldn't you have bought cheaper bacon?" I'm like, "I don't know. This is the bacon I like. This is the bacon I buy and eat." But along <laughs> that line, I reuse things at the house. One thing I will never buy is rags. I don't. I don't buy rags. I think that's a. Uh, there's so many things at the house that can turn into rags. I pretty much have turned every pair of my old underwear into rags over. My entire adult life. Hey, it's and the way we were sudden, raised, man. I'm right there with yeah. you. I used to wash the windows in the house with my dad's old underwear. That's I so that was weird. weird to me. So I walk in from outside and Nick is cutting up boxers. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you doing? We've been over this before. He's like, I'm making a rag. And I'm like, no. That's not a rag. Throw that, that's that a, away. That's a chamois. I ain't knocking yeah, that. that Dude, I'm looking at that, Nick, and I'm like, come on, man. Are you, do you have a sailboat? You're... <laughs> <laughs> That's a big rag. I also say there's rag. not too many holes in there. I think you cut up some perfectly good boxers, according to my... Yeah, uh, that's actually... You're right. <laughs> I mean, I, it's just it's such a simple thing. You know, like you say, washing windows, wash the car. They're the softest rags, Ashley. You just got to get over it. It's not like they're streaked up, you know. It's not Oof. disgusting. Hey, if you want a good rag that gets a gets a car extra clean, try yellow thongs. They're no. great to use as a rag. <laughs> All right, I've been looking for a reason to buy one, so that that's perfect. <laughs> I've got yeah. some for you. I don't know where they came from, but they're yours. I oh, hope God. that's the only reason you're looking to buy one there. All right, well, let's go to it. So, actually, you don't appreciate his ability to recycle and repurpose things. Not things. Underwear into rags. Yeah. Anything else, that might work. This does not work for me. All right. So, Kayla, for a stat man, well, I guess let's just say back to school shopping at excursion and diversion what do you got oh he's getting a c for 
cheap. Uh, or I don't know if he's getting a U for underwear. I, I don't know how this is working. <laughs> hey, C's get degrees. I'll take it. <laughs> and Officer Nick, for Ashley's inability to save money, know how much she's spending, and then dog you for repurposing things that I don't agree yeah. with either. Uh, what are you giving her? Well, I guess the jury's out on that one, but I'm going to give her a U. Yeah, underwear. Utilize underwear and understand where I'm coming from, Ashley. Wow. wow. I like it. All right. Oh, Officer Dick, stat wife Kayla, another relationship report card in the books. Uh, go enjoy your time away from your respective others. Thank you. Brett's weighed in on the B105 app. Officer Nick, you polish the silverware with the boxer rags? Dinner party, anyone? Oh, God, oh. no. Yeah, I'm never eating at your house. I'm that. B105. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show, and I don't want to hear Stat, Ashley, myself, or anybody I know say they're having a bad day today because what happened in Texas yesterday is the worst thing I've heard in a long time. Are you ready for this? Uh, yeah, so here's got- this poor lady, Peggy Jones, uh, in Silsby, Texas. She's out mowing her yard yesterday. Okay. When all of a sudden, out of the sky, a huge snake drops down, wraps around her arm, oh and starts attacking her. What? <laughs> It fell from the sky. Are you ready? Here. I began to swing the snake off of my arm, and he wrapped around my arm and just held on tighter. He kept striking in my face. Oh. He was striking my glasses. And she's like, okay, what the world is going on here? Well, you think, okay, that's bad enough. No. Uh, then a giant hawk flies down to retrieve the snake. Oh. The hawk oh, had no, been no. flying over with his meal, dropped the snake. It landed on Peggy's arm. And now the hawk comes down and attacks her as well to get the snake back. Oh, oh my God. Was it saving the day or a double teaming her? No, it was trying to get its meal back. I mean, it's crazy. What are the chances of that? I don't know, but it's the weirdest story I've heard in a long time. Bless her heart. Peggy, I mean, her arm is ripped to shreds and she's got some scratches on her face. Finally, the hawk flew off. And they got the snake off of her, and it's all over. But, I mean, can you imagine? It's like, okay, wait. Okay, so a snake's around my arm. What could possibly be worse? Oh, here comes a hawk. To retrieve it. To retrieve it, and it's going to attack me, too. And I thought it was bad enough that she had to be the one cutting the grass. (laughs) I can't even. So remember, when you think today is a bad day for you, Peggy says, hold my snake and hawk here. Oh, my goodness gracious. More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's Ashley. I'm here at Newport Night out. Oh, my goodness. Lots of kids getting free stuff, free bikes. Uh, But I'm here with a pretty important person that all the kids know. It is Principal Atkins of Newport Primary. How are we doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. (laughs) And I approached him immediately. I'm like, hi, I'm media. We're with Crayons to Computers. Are you familiar? Absolutely. They do so much for our teachers and our students, and they give us so many uh, free school supplies, folders, pencils, scissors, you name it. Just a great benefit to our students and our community. 
And about how many teachers do you have there at Newport Primary that are trying to fill a classroom? So we have about 35 teachers and about 18 classrooms, 20 to 24 kids in each class. So uh, just a great benefit for our kids. Yeah, you think about it, you know, there's not always a kid that has a backpack or maybe they weren't able to get it this year. So Crayons to Computers really opens up an opportunity for the teachers to go fill grocery carts full of school supplies. Absolutely. It's a great service, really convenient. And uh, the people at Crowns and Computers, uh, obviously very kind. Great service for our kids and our families. Well, thanks for your time today. When do you guys start school? August the 22nd. Go Wildcats. Go Wildcats. Oh, yeah, and that's why we're doing it right here. B105 teaming up once again this year with crayons to computers for Shop for Teacher. Get the supplies for the teachers, the ones they need for the school year, which is rapidly approaching right now. Yeah, it's so crazy. Time flies. All you have to do is go to B105.com. You're going to see that wish list there. So you can select, you know, what you want to donate, and it goes right to crayons to computers. You don't have to worry about shipping, none of that. Yeah. yeah big old thanks to Huff Realty and Thomas More University. And to you for shopping for teachers. For yeah, sure. Absolutely. So B105.com is where you need to start for that. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, Luke or Dare time for Sandy from Colerain, who is on her way to work this morning. Where are you heading to, Sandy? Um, I do shopping, and I am about to go into Meyer on Harrison Avenue. Wait, you do shopping? That's what you shop yes. for a living? Grocery shopping for a living. Wow, I don't know if my, my daughter, Dara, is about to start Xavier. and I didn't, She's already picked her major, but I think she would like to change it if she could <laughs> shop for a living. And All get, day long. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Sandy, so you say you're at the Meyer. Where at? Harrison Avenue. Okay, all right. Well, first, you can try to answer this question. Ashley's going to give you, if you don't want to take a shot at that and pass on the tickets, then you can take the dare. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. What was Luke Bryan's first word? Now, do you want to try to answer it or do you want to take the dare? I'm going to take the dare. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, okay. Well, what is your favorite Luke Bryan song, Sandy? Um, actually, I think I like... Margarita? One margarita? Is that how it... Oh, one, one margarita, margarita, two, two margaritas, margarita, three margaritas. Yeah. All right. All right. So, uh, Statman, what does she got to do? Uh, well, how about you skip to Maloo? Or skip to Maluk? Yeah. <laughs> you need somebody to tell you that I'm actually doing it, right? No, we'll just take your well, word for you it. Can, but we'll, I think we'll hear you skipping around and singing a little Luke in the parking lot. So why don't you skip to Maluk, my darling? I'm actually in the store. Well, then do it in there. One margarita, two margarita, three margarita. Shot. <laughs> again, again. Uh, come on, keep going. One all margarita, two margarita, three margarita. Shot. Uh, people staring at me. <laughs> well, give them one more reason to stare. Do it again and say, I just won tickets on B105 at the end. Okay, one margarita, two margarita, three margarita. Shot. I just won tickets on B105 to go see Luke Bryan. Hey! Congratulations, Sandy. I am very excited. You should be. You'll be skipping to your seats in the Pavilion Thursday, August 17th for Luke Bryan. Excellent. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's B105 Statman up at Voices of America Country Music Fest where it's setting up right now. And I'm here for a potty report. Do not have any concern about available portalettes. This is just one of many areas, rows and rows of available toilets. I think some of them are being tested right now. Your potty report is good. Lots and lots of places to go when you have to. 
And this is just one of the many little areas of potty. So no concern when it comes to potties at the Voices of America Country Music Festival. <laughs> all right. Well, it all gets underway tomorrow and uh, stat with his potty mouth there. How yeah. about that? So, uh, yeah, Voices of America starts tomorrow night. Uh, we're looking at it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If VOA Park in Westchester is going to be huge. And they're expecting to see thirty to 40,000 people a day. So that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people having to go to the bathroom. And the last thing you want to do is be stuck in line. Oh, gosh. You oh, know? Yeah. And from yeah. the looks of your video that I, you put on our Instagram and Facebook page, Dad, it, it looks like there's not going to be that big of a problem with that. Unless everybody has to go at once, I guess. You and know? I'll tell you, I think Rumpke brought out a bunch of brand new ones. They Ooh. look brand spanking new. Like, that that's huge. I, I know for my wife, uh, Dirty Portalette is a big old no-no. I think that's a big no for a lot yeah. of people. What's the chance that somebody walks in one and goes, hey, it's still got that new Portalette smell? <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> but, know. hey, nonetheless, hey, if you're going, though, you want to do this. And this is something something I, I recommend everybody does is download the free VOA Voices of America app on your phone. Get it ready because it's got everything on there. The schedule, uh, just the, the parking, the maps, everything. And they're going to be fluid with it throughout the festival and changing things all the time. Yeah, even if you're going for a, a single day, mm -hmm. it'd be nice to have for that day because things might change. Times will be you know, yeah. adjusted and whatnot. And the app, it'll all be live. So Updating, keeping it fluid, like we said. So let's get ready, man. It's finally here. I can't believe it tomorrow be night so it starts a headliner tomorrow night is riley green so uh tickets are still available go through b105.com you're gonna find the link right there for the voices of america country music fest 835 more of the big dave podcast and today's good vibes are coming from a young lady who just walked into the studio looked me square in the eye and said so, was your Disney cruise better than my lemonade stand? Whoa. It is Peyton and everybody from Peyton's Lemonade Stand. Good morning, guys. Morning, the game. Oh, so I did. I two years in a row scheduled my vacation on the Saturday. It started on the Saturday of your big day, but. I did make a donation, so I didn't ever get my lemonade. I don't know what's up oh, with it. No, you've gotten no. plenty of lemonade. I, I had a virtual <laughs> class. But Peyton, Jess, Michael, Presley, everybody's here. And your good vibes are just tremendous this morning because we've been with you guys uh, since you just got started almost with yeah. Peyton's Lemonade Stand. And something pretty big happened. Who's going to break the big news here? She raises her hand. <laughs> you, are, you are so ready for back to school, Peyton. Go right ahead. Tell us what you got. Well, Big Dave, you got to cue the confetti because there's a lot of zeros. Oh. Because we raised $100,000. Oh, wow. Look at that. $100,000. $100,000. Yes. In three hours, $100,000, we reached our goal. This isn't like all the lemonade stands through all of the years. This was just that weekend. Yes, just That's that amazing. weekend. Three hours on Saturday, 70 stands, $100,000. Lots of kids serving up lemonade. Kings Island mm -hmm. firefighters, you really had it all over the place. Congratulations. You guys should host one next year. Oh, well, I've already planned my vacation and I've got oh. bad news. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right. So where is this money going, Mama Jess? Tell us where all this money will go. So we aim to sweeten the lives of kids facing medical, personal, and economic hardships. So we're helping kids 
all over the place, kids experiencing homelessness, kids in the foster care system, kids in the hospital. We're out to help everybody, Big Dave. You have other big news you want to share? So yeah, we have a couple of things. So if you might remember, we made this a friendly competition among some of the fire departments that were participating, Hebron, Delhi, Westchester, and Norwood. And Presley is here to announce the winning fire department is... Norwood Fire Department. Oh, Norwood. All right. My nephew works over there. Oh, they blew it out of the water last Saturday. And then Mike was going to talk about the books that we collected. Oh, wow. Papa Mike, we should say. Papa Mike. Rarely on the mic is Mike, but (laughs) go right ahead. Lemon in the group. (laughs) In uh, conjunction with our annual event, we did a book collection for Mm -hmm. Queen City Book Bank. And throughout our 70 stands, we raised over 5,500 books to go to Queen City Book Bank. Just in time for the school year. These just are enormous numbers all around. It's amazing. And this all started by Peyton staying in Children's Hospital and getting a teddy bear. Yep. Sometimes the bad has to come before the good. Well, it did. But there's been a lot of good following that bad, hasn't Mm -hmm. there? Yes, very much. And we appreciate you guys and your support during our whole journey. We were thinking last night, it's crazy to think that four years ago, we were in this studio celebrating us raising $4,000. And here we are four years later (laughs) celebrating $100,000. That's a lot. Well, guys, you're you're an amazing organization. It's our privilege at B105 to help you in any way we can. Big round of applause for the good vibes this morning from Peyton's Lemonade Stand. Peyton, I promise I will not take vacation next July on your big day. Okay. Thank you so much. (laughs) Third time's the charm, am I right? (laughs) B. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. And this morning we've got Steve from Bethel. He's a father of one and he does hardwood floors for a living. And you're, you're on your way right now to install some? Yeah, I'm getting gassing up right now. Which one is the hardest of the wood? Um, I would say uh, bamboo. Bamboo bamboo's pretty hard, yeah. Ooh. Get some bamboo hardwood floors. I feel like there's a dad joke within that somewhere. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> All right, well, give us the real dad joke here. Okay, what do you call a well-balanced horse? I don't know. What, what do, you do you call, call a well-balanced, well-balanced horse? He's stable. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. And are there hardwood floors in that stable, Steve? Come on. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we got dirt. Hey, have a great day, buddy, and thanks for listening to B105. All right, thank you. Thanks for checking out the Big Dave podcast, B105.com.